0: Hello, everyone. The one called Fate knocks at your door. We're back with another episode of Tabletop Recap. I'm your host Hunt. We also have the biggest boy who ever lived, Big Boy Chungus, <laughs> oh! and we have G as well. G's nuts. How I got him. Hello. So uh, today we're not doing D and D, thankfully, but we're doing a very fun game called Smash Up. Yeah. It's uh, by AEG, kind of a deck-building game. It's pretty fun. Uh, It's more of a shuffle-building game of total awesomeness, you could say. Uh, (laughs) So now let's uh, roll for initiative to see who gets to talk about it first.
1: Seven. Four.
2: Eleven.
1: All right, you can go ahead and start off the conversation, or you can defer the conversation to someone else if you want. Um,
2: I'll defer it to Hunt.
0: Okay, so, Smash Up is actually Big Boy Chungus' game. It's from AEG. uh, Paul Peterson, specifically. (laughs) I'm not reading the box, you're reading the box. (laughs) And um, basically there are several half decks, and you pick two half decks and then you shuffle them together to make your deck. For example, I just played with Dinosaur Zombies, which didn't blend that well together. Uh, Made more sense in Tomb of Annihilation. Made more sense in Tomb of Annihilation in Jurassic Dead, the novel, which sucks, don't read it. (laughs) But, uh, G, I believe you used robots and aliens. aliens, Those actually worked pretty well. Those worked extremely well together. Um,
2: Because the whole point of the... uh, We'll get to the deck archetypes later.
0: Yeah, and then, what'd you play with again?
1: Fae and Wizard? Fae and Wizard. I was basically... um, Traditional Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Yeah, for sure. You're all about the fantasy these days.
1: Yeah, well, the, the, they the, worked real well together, the, that kind of works well together. The Sorcerer component focuses on having multiple turns and minions play, while the Fae focuses on forcing your opponents to either discard cards from their hand or prevent them from playing cards entirely from their hand. How about uh, you give us the rules, big boy? So the basic setup of the rules is, is that... Um, each, like you said, each player chooses two factions or half-decks. Um, each turn, a player gets to play one action card.
0: One action card.
1: Uh, and one uh, minion card. And they can only play that those two cards unless they have cards or bases that say otherwise. Um, you play cards by taking a minion and an action by putting them on a number of base cards, which are also provided in the game, and you earn victory points by playing as many minions as you can on a specific base, and then scoring the base, as we call it, where once the minions have an attack total high enough that either equals or exceeds the scoring score, Uh, you get to then score the card and divvy up points in a 1st, 2nd, 3rd place mentality. Um, the way you win is by getting up to 15 or more victory points, which is won by scoring cards, unless you're filthy aliens. We do what we want. And in situations where there would be either more than one person beyond 15 or a tie, you either pick the person who has the most points total beyond 15, or you go an extra round until there is a definitive victor or leader. And yeah, the, basically this game is all about uh, combat, um, beating other factions with your factions, and just trying to claim territory. I kind of like it. It's kind of a fast-paced, tactical, military type thing. Yeah,
0: it doesn't take too long to play. Every time I've played it, we've played with three people. That's the only amount of people I've ever played it with. Right. Right. Um, Works real well. Three people, I feel like, is just a good number of people for a game.
1: Yeah. Now I'll tell you one thing: it gets really chaotic if you get up to four and to five people, because then you've got up to ten factions that are fighting against one another, and the bases just start getting really chaotic. Because you you play uh, the number of bases you have available are equal to the number of people playing plus one more. So if you have five people, you can have six bases available.
0: So, um. We actually didn't play with just the base game. We also had expansions from the Awesome Level 9000 expansion. Tell us a little about that.
1: So the Awesome Level 9000 is one of many expansion packs. Each expansion comes with four half decks for different factions. This one in particular uses uh, Steampunk, Man-Eating Plants, Ghosts, and Russian Bear Cavalry, which I think is one of the best... Best titles you
2: can give a faction. When I hear a game has Russian bear cavalry, I'm just in.
1: Uh, Smash Up actually has. Gosh, I I don't know if they're still making expansions for it, but it's about it's at least has a dozen different expansions that you can buy and purchase. Yeah, my favorite um, of
0: the bear cavalry is uh, High Ground. It's play on a base ongoing. You have a minion here, destroy any other player's minion that moves here. But I really like it because it's a bear cavalry guy fighting War Raptors. Now <laughs> you know I love my dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, but there, are the other like the sets that come with the base game are ninja, wizard, alien, pirate, fae, zombie, robot, and a dinosaur, which are all really cool.
1: And uh, they really do a good job of playtesting these, I think, and uh, giving them a unique <clears throat> spin and
2: mechanic for each one. Because no, no two decks really work together.
0: Yeah, it's
1: almost that weird <clears throat> anti-synergy where all the decks can function together, but there's not a perfect synergy that one has with the other. Yeah. Um, there's more like complementing rather than synergizing. But yeah, um, the, the robots that you were playing with uh, allow you to keep building off of the weaker ones to make stronger ones and playing multiple <clears throat> minions in a turn. Wizards, like I said, you draw multiple cards and can take
2: multiple actions a turn, like you're slinging spells. What did
0: your aliens do, G? What was their main thing?
2: The main thing is their whole thing is that it's an invasion. So their big shtick is that they can move around every platform. It's a lot of return creatures to your hand, uh, move creature from one land to another. Um, And the idea of just kind of moving them around all over the place, making them hard to lock down. Um, they also focused on terraforming, which is kind of removing land cards themselves. or well, taking away their abilities. Mm-hmm.
0: And now, what about your fey?
1: Uh, the fey are tricksters. You got gremlins, brownies, leprechauns, all
0: your classical fey folk. You can't say brownies, dude. That's I'm a- just joking. <laughs> they are a traditional Gaelic <laughs> just, fairy person. I'm just kidding. Hashtag cancel Big Boy <laughs> <Ooh. laughs>
1: But yeah, so their whole shtick is um, either having your opponent discard cards or making it so that they cannot play cards, um, whether actions or minions, on specific bases. Yeah,
0: they did a good job of that.
1: Uh, I I really like them because they are just really annoying for your opponent to get around. Yes, they are. And if you want to just monopolize a single base, you can play them and just take it for
2: yourself. If you play them right, that's when aliens come into play.
0: Yeah, yeah, I played dinosaur uh, zombies, as we already said. And the zombies, the whole thing of the zombies is discard cards and then get them back from the graveyard, move them from the graveyard onto the field, uh, which is pretty, like, it's zombies. And then the dinosaurs, their main focus was boosting their points. Like, there were lots of cards, like, augmentation, one million, one minion gains plus four power until the end of the turn, and there were cards that, like, added plus two permanently, and then you had the raptors. Uh, the war raptors, so for each war raptor, because they start off with two, but they gain plus one for each war raptor on the base. So, like, two war raptors is eight. <laughs> Which is pretty good. Yeah. Because so that includes themselves.
2: They're not standard dinosaurs, either. They're all equipped with machines and, and guns and artillery. Yeah, they're all
0: like war or cyborg dinosaurs. They're really... They just kick butt. They're really cool.
1: Um... Yeah, that, uh, that King Rex card that you have in there, it has literally has no abilities, but it has the highest attack power of any individual card in that game. Yeah,
0: and my yeah. other big guy was the zombie who let me bring stuff back. like I could put two minions from my discard pile onto other any other base I didn't have minions on, which was pretty cool. I didn't phrase that super correctly, but still.
2: Like the whole thing with the zombies is kind of the horde mentality.
0: Mm-hmm. See, steampunks and
1: man-eating plants are kind of fun to play, but they're a little bit more technical and hard to work around. Uh, pirates and ninjas uh, I'm not a big fan of because they're actually kind of basic and, uh, dare I say, weak compared to the other factions, which either focus on buffing, just being straight-up strong, or being real supportive like fey or wizards.
0: Yeah, I remember one time we played this. At my parents' house with a friend of mine, way back in the day. And do you remember this? Where, like, I had the winning card, and I misread the ability, and then he won the very next turn. Yeah, I was, and I was like, I could have won. Unfortunately, I, won. I
1: feel that that happens a lot with this game because some of the some of the abilities are very specific, and if you especially
0: not- the ongoings, and you forget about your ongoings.
1: Yeah, that's that. That's okay. Scratch that, that is my biggest gripe about this game, and it's not a bad gripe, it's just a, I think it could be handled a bit better. There are so many active abilities that can be going on at any one time, between the bases, the ongoing actions, and minions. You can have a dozen things going on all at once with just your deck alone, and then you take into account your opponent's stuff. It can be very confusing at times, especially for a new player.
2: It's a simple enough concept with the game, but it can be about as complex as you want it to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you got to keep counting up numbers constantly. Like when you had to write down two plus three on a piece of paper today. It was for tallies. And then I made fun of you because you had to add it up on paper.
2: I want to make this clear, okay? <laughs> I'm an engineering student, okay? And sometimes even that I have to do just to make sure I've got all my ducks in a row.
0: You need to be quiet. You should be on my side. I'm harassing, I'm harassing him. You should be on my side. You should be on my team. Think of all the grief he's giving you your whole life. You're just, just going to sit there and support him? Let's
1: not talk about grief. <laughs> let's, not, let's not name names or... Let's not name fingers or point names. I'm trying to do a Jack Sparrow not name. And
0: <laughs>
1: okay, I get, I get point it. Point names and name fingers.
2: My name I is John <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shh! We don't want Johnny Depp kicking our door down. You owe me
0: monetization. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I hate you both.
1: Okay.
0: Wow. Not even sad. You're just like, okay, fine. I, it's good bad. even. You don't mean it. <laughs> that makes me uh, sad, boy. Uh, Janet, do you know of any of the other expansion sets that are out?
1: Um, not off the top of my head. I used to really follow them. Like I was, there, there was a point where I was really going to get into this game and just go whole hog with the expansions, but then college kicked into high gear and we didn't hang out as much because of classes and school and other stuff, so it just kind of fell by the wayside. Uh, but...
2: So you have a ton of board games that we don't play anymore.
0: There's like a World Tour Culture one, I know. It's That looks like a, a pretty cool one. There's also one called The Bigger Geekier Box. I think that might be one with a bunch of the expansions. It's uh, Oops, You Did It Again. That one has mummies and cowboys and it looks pretty cool. Got Vikings, I think. Oops, I did it again.
1: Yeah, world expansion. Uh, you got the Smash Up bigger, geekier box, which... Comes with, I think, all of the expansions up to that date that it was released. We Sp- should
0: get the cease and desist one because it has Star Trek and Transformers in it.
1: I'm surprised it doesn't have. Um, there isn't like
2: a giant.
0: Oh no,
1: we should get the smash up one. That one has what looks like dragons and sea serpents, Spartans. Um, what was that show about the humanoid sharks that would fight crime? <laughs> Street shark? There's a street shark faction. Or at the very least, a humanoid sea folk one.
0: There's also one called Science Fiction Double Feature Expansion, which looks like 50s Atomic Age Monsters. That's cool. That's right up my alley. Well, it's like right up my alley. There are so many. You were right. There are a there's, ton. There's at least a dozen, maybe even dozens. There's a smash-up big in Japan that has magical girls and kaiju. Oh, I see that. There's the kaiju. Okay, we got to get that one. <laughs> we got to get that <laughs> So I was wondering,
2: there's no way this game exists and there's not a kaiju related The
0: kaiju one. is my life. Yeah, there is one. It's smash-up big in Japan. It's even in Japanese on the front cover. It's pretty cool.
2: Uh, there's also
1: a sign. You already said the dive Science Fiction double feature, right? Well, they even have Power Rangers in that set, too.
0: Yeah, the sci-fi double features.
1: There's one of uh, the obligatory Cthulhu expansion.
2: You gotta get that one, too. I love Cthulhu.
0: We need to get him for King of Tokyo, as well.
1: Yeah, just... there's They're not
0: expensive okay,
1: expansions, either.
2: How do you have... It's... In King of Tokyo, how do you have Kraken, who's supposed to, be like, rip off Cthulhu, and then just straight-up add Cthulhu?
0: Well, I think Cthulhu's public domain, but he is. it would be weird to have... Cthulhu in there and then a bunch of other original monsters quote-unquote original monsters
1: Yeah, as big of a racist as H.P. Lovecraft was he was very good about public domain after he had died And on. So well,
2: I mean anything becomes public domain after 50 years Mickey Mouse is gonna become public domain here soon. no, he's, no,
0: like, he's not cuz every not time
1: if it, not if Disney has anything to say because every
0: it. time he's about to go into the public domain They pay a bunch of people to change the laws that's yeah. that's why the laws on it are so harsh now, because didn't, Mickey uh, Mouse was already going to go in the public domain. And,
1: didn't you read the Smash Up article about that? Smash sure. Up wanted to make a, Dis- a Mickey Mouse expansion, and then Disney smashed them up.
0: <laughs> that's funny. You're a funny guy. In fact, permission the kiss? No. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, too, but I never said I hated you. I just said no to what you just said. So... This will be a shorter episode, uh, just because it's a very simple game. But uh, how about you guys t- tell me your final full thoughts on the game? Yeah, so, come on. Chop, chop. Gee, Get to thoughts?
2: it. <laughs> uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, it's a neat concept. It's definitely different than most other kind of card games, where you just kind of have to think, of what, think on the fly. Um, I
1: thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I like it too. It really, you know, encourages you to be creative, play around with some stuff. Um, a lot of the stuff is uh, old public domain, so you can use your imagination and name any of the factions you want. Uh, I really like it. It's fun.
0: Well, I mean, it's basically just a playable card game. The thing that makes it really unique, in my opinion, are the bases. Mm-hmm. Uh because the base concept, like putting your cards on the bases and the bases having different effects and giving you different amounts of points, that's something that I don't really see in other card games. And I think that's cool and interesting. But at the same time, it can be hard to keep up with all the different abilities in all the different places on the board at once. And you could easily forget something or add something up twice. Uh, that's really my only complaint. But honestly, it's something that I feel like you could get used to if you just played enough. Right?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. This, um I don't know what else to say. It's a very simple game. The only complexities are once you've got a bunch of abilities on the board. It's it's just fun. Uh, I it like, is fun. I like the, the creativity that you can have with it because, you know, if you want um, steampunk uh, bear riders, you want pirates that ride dinosaurs, you want uh, flesh-eating plants that are also cyborg robots,
2: <laughs> go for
0: it. You want fairies? Being thrown at you by ninjas, you know, you've got it. <laughs> just chucking fake creatures I, at you. mean, I, I, The just, worst thing I can
2: imagine is just an army of invading dinosaurs. That also are being
0: ridden by aliens. Aliens creating zombies. It's just straight up Plan 9 from outer space. I think that's what that movie was about. I don't know, man. It was weird. Shut <laughs> your face. I can't whistle today. (laughs) It's too late for me to whistle. It's almost nine or it's almost 10. I can't even count. I'm like you. I'm worse than big boy chungus. But I think that's it for today. We're all obviously very tired. Uh, We played a lot of games today and we had a lot of Gucci gang level fun. So uh, that's it. Once again, this has been hunt as well as big boy chungus. E. And we'll see you all next time, because we're going to have some... We're going to go back to our regular D&D group with uh, Kami and Karen, the Manager Slayer. And that'll be fun. You get to see the Lizard Boy again. You get to see the Warlock, the Bard. It'll all be good. So that's it. Thank you all once again. Check out all the links in the description. You know, we got Facebook. Twitter at B3Productions, and if you have any tabletop gaming stories you want to send us, either send them to us at B3Productions on Twitter, or at B3Podcasts, that's B, the number three, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at gmail.com. That's it, and we'll see you all next time when fate knocks at your door.